listening to Matt Loves Cameras. Film cameras. Instant cameras. And everything analog photography related. Who better to join me for an episode published on April Fool's Day than Lucy Lumen and Matthew Joseph for the second part of our wonderful chat of hot topics in film photography. I'm Matt Murray and this is Matt Loves Cameras. my friends how are you i hope you are well wherever you are all around the world welcome to another episode of matt loves cameras episode 59 of matt loves cameras the episodes are catching up to my age no i'm not that old come on i'm not that old listeners jeez give me a break uh so yeah we've got another wonderful episode of matt loves cameras today Today we have Matthew Joseph and Lucy Lumen back for the second part of our conversation. Now, you may remember in episode 58, I published the first part of the conversation. The second part of the convo was swallowed up by the internet, never to be seen or heard from again. So this time last week, we actually recorded uh, this conversation and we were very excited about the new films, which we discuss. I'm sorry it's taken a week to get this out, listeners. It's been absolutely crazy as usual on the work front and on the home front. But here we are, finally, finally releasing this episode now. So yeah, we did talk about those new films and I'm afraid that quite a bit of the detail about Cinestill 400D and the new Fugu slide film quite a lot of the details or the speculation was completely incorrect. Okay, so this was recorded uh, last Thursday. I can't even remember the date last Thursday, but it was last Thursday. Let's have a look. Must be like the 24th of March or something like that. So it was only a couple of days after the uh, the films had been announced. And for some of the films, there wasn't a lot of information. So uh, since then, it's come out that Fugu is not some kind of repackaged film or expired film or, or you know f- some sort of film found in a freezer uh, that's it's been sitting there for 20 years it's actually a brand new slide film that japan camera hunter have been working on with uh, their their partners so uh yeah it's really fascinating so get along to the japan uh, gosh, who's that? That's, uh, the phone was ringing. I thought it might be Bellamy for a second from Japan Camera Hunter. No, it wasn't. Uh, I just sort of hung up on them. Uh, but yeah, get along to the Japan Camera Hunter website to find out all the details of that new Fugu slide film, ISO 400 slide film. And there's also a really good interview uh, with Bellamy on Stephen Dowling's CosmoPhoto.com. So if you want to find out more about that, get onto those websites and have a read. Now, regarding the cine still, now it was sort of widely a widely held belief that the the 400D from cine still must be Kodak Vision 250 with the Remjet removed. 
And I believe when I listened to Negative Positives, uh, the latest episode earlier this week, Mike was talking about, or maybe someone else was talking about it, as if, yeah, it was 250D with the REM jet removed. However, my friends, if you get along to Cine Still Film and have a look at their FAQs for the 400D, it does actually say, uh, uh, let's have a look here, is 400D a repackaged motion picture stock without REM jet? No. There you go. It's not. Um, does 400D have Ramjet? No. Uh, what film is 400D based on? Cine Still 400D is a specifically designed is specifically designed for film photography, uh, for still photography. We worked with our manufacturing partners around the world to roll components found in many different films into one. The new film is based on advanced technology found in motion picture film emulsions, but at the same time delivers features exclusive to still photography materials in both unexposed and processed states. Wow, so that that sounds fascinating. I uh, I don't know what half that means, but it's not Vision 250 without the REM jet removed. That is absolutely fantastic. So uh, yeah, very very exciting news uh, from in in the film community. I've pre-ordered 20 rolls of 400D, so I'll be really looking forward to getting that. Hopefully that will arrive. I don't know, maybe mid late April. Who knows? So really looking forward to that. And right at the tail end of this episode, I'll tell you about my adventures with ADOX. Yes, my ADOX color mission arrived this week. How exciting. I haven't got the scans back yet, but they should be back uh, in the next few days from my lab. Very, very exciting. So there you go. I think that's enough preamble uh, about uh, about all the things we got wrong <laughs> on this episode. Um, but before that, I just want to do one last thing. I want to thank our generous coffee donations thank you so much to the lovely people who've sent coffee donations in your support is greatly appreciated and helps matt loves cameras you know buy coffee to keep this podcast going so thank you so much to susan leeper susan leeper bought me a coffee at ko-fi or ko-fi.com forward slash matt loves cameras and susan wrote thanks for sharing your joy of photography so generously ah lovely word susan thank you so much great to have you as a listener and also had a donation from the 35 millimeter stig of course uh, this gentleman quite often sends me very supportive messages on instagram so uh, thank you so much the 35 millimeter stig much appreciated love your supportive messages and uh, i'm glad you enjoy the show and also give out this is an older one i'll give a shout out to kb who also bought me a coffee a couple of months ago i can't remember if i gave you a shout out or not kb and i feel terrible if i didn't so thank you so much kb as well for your support okie dokie i think it's time we get cracking into the episode with lucy lumen and matthew joseph here we go recording in progress so welcoming back to Matt Loves Cameras for the second time this month, Lucy Lumen on the Gold Coast and Matthew Photo Dudens. How are you both? Very well, thank you, Matt. How are you? I'm I'm very well. How are you, Photo Dudens? I can see you. There's a silhouette of you here. You and you're you're chomping something. What <laughs> what are you uh, munching on? I'm not a I'm not afraid to admit I actually really like these vegan cookies I can get from Woolworths. Ooh. Are they Woolworths brand? Yeah, they're like oatmeal and raisin, and there's chocolate in there, and they're delicious. Very oh, good. I think I know the. I think I know the ones you mean. Are they vegan? Mm. Yeah, plant based. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh. I know. I bought them the first time. I bought them. I went, oh, what have I bought? But no, they're they're delicious. They're, they're delicious. 
Like, I mean, mm. isn't wheat a plant anyway? Or I think it's because they're like oats and like pumpkin seeds and that's a that's a subject for another podcast. Maybe. It is. Yeah, that's a, a healthy choice for you guys. Healthy choices. To all the candy bars that you talk about. We're, we're always making healthy choices here. And Matt loves cameras. <laughs> um, so we're going to kick off the show because I know that uh, look, we're on a we're on a tight time schedule, and we want to keep the show tight because. If it doesn't record again, we don't want to waste four hours. So oh. we're going to. Keep I can't off. believe we're on Zoom again. Uh, well, hey, I'm you know, beggars, I'm so there's, triggered. There's a saying about beggars and choosers, but I can't remember what it is. So we're going to head off uh, first of all to the Gold Coast, ladies first. We're going to hear from Lucy Lehman about what she's been up to, what her week or couple of weeks in film has been like. Yes. So um, it hasn't been super, super eventful. Uh, I finished off a role in my Canon XL Zoom this morning. Nice. Uh, just on a walk with my son. Yeah, it's my second role through that camera. And I did post about it on Instagram today. And yeah, Canon said that it's like SLR quality photos in a point and shoot. Uh, and I would agree with that. The first role looked like really, really good. So I'm excited to see the second one. Mm-hmm. Um, I got my IKEA photos back. And yeah, sec- were- I thought you'd already had them back already. Uh, I can't remember. Had I had them back in the first chat, or maybe oh, okay. I just maybe shot a- I think I'd shot a roll, but I hadn't right. seen the photos. I can't remember I now, you. though. Yeah, it's been so, like, long, so ago. long ago. Yeah, since part one. Uh, yeah. but I've made. I just put the video out uh, on on YouTube of me going through the photos and telling everybody why I think they should take their film cameras to IKEA. So hopefully, it starts a a craze and uh, takes the world by storm, you know? So Absolutely. Yeah. But, uh, other, than, other than that, that's, uh, that's, that's pretty much it. Uh, Rito sent me the Rito 3d camera. To yes. Try I saw out. that. That's very good. So very excited about that. And I posted about it today and I had like, uh, and sort of unusual amount of people message me about it saying how much they love that camera and mm. how fun it is and how they want one or they've just bought one. So I thought that was cool. Have you guys ever u- used it or? No. No. Okay. No. I've always, right. I always, it's funny, like, you know, if you've been looking at film cameras for the last five years, you go through phases of following things on eBay and the Nishika or the Nimslo or what I've always looked at them and I was looking at them when they're about a hundred US dollars. And of course, by the time I get around to actually seriously thinking about one, they triple in price. Right. So and, yeah. and by that stage, you think, well, I don't want to buy one for 300 because I've, I could have got it for a hundred. And there's that kind of psychological thing going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. I never bought one of them. I did buy, I, I think I've told you guys, I got a Renchicardia, which has the 16 lenses. And yes. um, I did the other day. So you, you take uh, it's a Fuji camera called the Renchicardia. It's got 16 lenses. You press the button and it takes 16 photos. It's divided up across two frames of 35 mil film, eight photos on each frame. And what you can do, and I only did this for the first time the other day, is you can cut them up in Photoshop and make a GIF out of them or a GIF or a GIF or however you want to say it. You can make a little animated film GIF GIF. And uh, I posted one of them on my uh, Instagram. I, yeah, I saw that. It was like a little boat. A little boat at Wynnum. It was actually, yeah. uh, it's actually a toy boat. It's not a real sailboat. It was a toy boat, probably toy. about, yeah, about yeah. one meter or three feet tall. And there's a guy. Yeah, it was. It's actually a swimming pool, like a a, a like a, a seaside swimming pool. And this guy had his boat, and and I just was taking photos of his boat. And so I animated that 16 frames. And uh, yeah, there you go. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. And I've also been out shooting with my Rito. I've got a roll, my second roll in the Rito, which is the ultra wide and slim. I've got a roll of purple in that. 
uh, and nice. I've been out shooting with my contacts G1 and uh, a couple other. I also took this nice photo of my family. A nice little Polaroid turned out really well. Six hundred film. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah, yeah. beautiful. And, um, I took another photo the other day of my couple of photo Polaroids of my daughter. Um, so the, I, I think the batch of six hundred film I had, I don't know if I'd left it out in the sun, but it was a bit. If you if you didn't use the flash, the colors were a bit, which happens sometimes. Mm. They go pinky orange, but you just switch the flash on and take some people shots, and they come out great. So, you know, yeah, every every flash. cloud's got a silver lining. Yep. So there you go. Mr. Nice Matthew Photodudens, would you like to tell us about your shenanigans? Um, <clears throat> so on the weekend, I hung out with Melissa Fox Spins, and we took some pictures around her neighbourhood, so Brunswick and Coburg, and we walked about 19 kilometres, believe it. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> 19. <laughs> wow, that's a lot of exercise. Yeah, I was like... Um, Oh, that's why my feet hurt at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And um, yeah, I shot on, I shot a roll in the X-Pan. I shot a roll in the Voigtlander with the 12 mil lens. And I finished a roll that was already in my new uh, Lights CL with a 40 mil uh, lens on it. And yeah, we just, you know, I wasn't trying to do people wasn't trying to do like street photography or anything. I was just trying to like, there's inter interesting buildings out there that I don't have around here, you know, like just overgrown with plants and, and stuff and just interesting scenes that I was uh, wanting to capture. So I am currently flush with things to upload to Instagram. I'm, I spent a long time since I've had too much sort of in the queue ready to go. So that, that was actually where Coburg, did you say, you said Coburg, didn't you? Yeah, Coburg, yeah. That's where the uh, Kodak factory used to be in yeah. Melbourne. Hmm. Yeah. So if you really? walked 19, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So if you okay. walked 19 kilometers in Melbourne, you must have gone past about 300 vegan coffee shops. <laughs> you would think so, wouldn't you? But no, it's not that many. Did you, did you and Fox Fins stop off for some kind of nice treats along the way yeah we had lunch we oh, yeah. had um we went to a, a a new zealand owned um cafe that was once like mexican but now it's like american diner sort of yeah. themed okay, place cool. there was a mortal Kombat machine in there oh, it wow. to be played i forgot to play it and um yeah had some food selections which were suitable for both of us our dietary Excellent. requirements yep hmm. so yeah good. that was a good yeah, day cool we got to I, I think it got to about like you know we'd both had enough and i said to melissa oh what time is it and she said oh probably about 1 30 and looked at my phone and it said 3 30 so <laughs> it was wow. like That's yeah good, we're though, done if we're done yeah get out of my Go away, get out of my face, get out of my neighborhood. <laughs> She's like, I've had enough of you. So for our yeah. North American listeners, 19 kilometers is about 12 miles. So that, that's a fairly substantial uh, photo walk mm. when you're, given that us photographers sort of, you know, walk for about three paces and then size up an opportunity, then keep walking for yeah. another three paces. That's that's a that's a pretty good old walk. 
so yeah very good uh, i'm actually itching i was just uh chatting to lucy lumen in in the pre-show warm-up and i was saying that i'm i've got a quite a few probably like six rolls of film in different cameras we, and i thought oh yeah i should be able to get them off to the lab on friday but then they're all stuck at about you know number 12 and number 16 so i'm, I'm mm. hoping to get out this weekend and shoot but lucy lumen it's not looking good for us this weekend is it, it looks a bit rainy no, it looks rainy and we have plans to film and shoot on Saturday. So, yeah. Sad times. Big inconvenience. Yeah, I know. I know. Mother nature. Gosh. We'll You're going to have to go, go to Ikea again. We'll have to go again. to Ikea. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, dear. Go to, um, go to Freedom go to Furniture this time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, that, that's great. That's fantastic. Um, I guess we'll just we'll just do one more thing. Have we have we bought anything since the last podcast? A major. Uh, Lux bought two cameras in yeah. the set in Salvos in Narang, like yeah. literally five minutes from us. Yep. Uh, he got another like a Pentax SBO, but it says IQ Zoom. Yeah. And I think that's the like American name for it. Yep. I think uh, it was thirty dollars, which is Ooh, that's fine. Um, good. I mean, it's cu- yeah, it's pretty good compared to like what you'd buy online. And then you got another one that I can't remember what it, what it is. It's it'll be in here somewhere. It's like a Canon, like a much later Canon point and shoot. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what it was, but it was fifty five dollars, which I thought was quite. I thought that was quite steep for salvos, to be honest. Did he get in but trouble course, when he got home? He bought, but yeah, because he bought both, <laughs> and I was like, oh. I don't know. And then the zoom, the Canon one that was more expensive, the zoom wasn't working. So I was like, you've got to take, you've got to take that back. Um, yeah. But he got it, he got it working though. So I, was okay. like, I said to him, he could keep it if he could get it working. So yeah. Yeah. You, but you I mean, don't... I just thought, you know, for, for a, 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 like a thrift op shop, um, that was quite, quite a lot, but yeah, I, guess I don't think there's any bargains anymore. To, yeah. yeah. I mean, I I'm just, I'm surprised he found them to be honest. Cause yeah. every time you ask, they just say, no, we don't have any. So. I, I've stopped looking in Australia. I've stopped going to op shops or thrift yeah, stores here yep. in Australia because the, the, I probably might see some sort of camera, maybe one in 10 visits. And then it was probably a digital camera. So I just stopped going. Um, so yep. yeah. What have you bought Matthew photo dudes? I spent four hundred and thirty-four dollars on film. Wow! Is that is that Cine still by any chance? <laughs> no, no. I bought a um, I bought a brick of Ektar because that's become a new obsession. Nice. No thanks to Lucy and um, Melissa. <laughs> Melissa. <laughs> um, I bought some HP five and I bought some Lomography color film in in eight hundred and um. 100 and 120 format. Cool. Yeah. So I'm pretty, yeah, nice. I think I'm, I think I'm good for the year. But yeah. if I keep shooting, if I keep shooting the way I am, I'm not. No. no if you keep <laughs> hanging out with Melissa, you'll be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I bought... bumming, bumming rolls off her. Yeah. I bought um, a couple of things. I bought, uh, I got a Nik- I have a Nikon FM3A. I still don't think I'm going to keep this long term. It's a, it's a beautiful camera, but the manual focus is just not for me being completely blind as a bat these days. But I did buy the nice portrait lens for it, the 105 2.5 uh, portrait lens. So I'm going to have fun with that. And then I'll weigh up, I'll shoot a couple of rolls with it and weigh up whether I'm going to keep it or not. Um, I don't know. I think I'm feeling like I want to get rid of it, uh, but we'll see. And the only other thing is that I the, bought, has that mm-hmm. got the soft focus built into it? That lens? 
Ooh, I don't know. What do you mean? It makes it does like that nineties glamour halo-y glow thing oh. like Lucy's camera does. What Ooh, is this? I... Sorry, the like um This is the like the bold and the, the beautiful effect. This is one mm. of the Nikon, it's the 105mm f2.5 lens. So there's been different um, versions of this over the years. Yeah. Of course, it is the lens that um, Stephen McCurry shot the Afghan girl on, which is arguably oh. one of the most famous photographs yeah. of the 20th century. Um, unfortunately, I don't think I'm going to achieve quite those heights with, with this setup, but we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> you never know, Matt. <laughs> Maybe I'll shoot Lucy Lim and I can call it Gold Coast Girl. Gold Coast girl, yeah. We could find you an <laughs> Afghan dog to take a photo of. That'd be cool with a little shroud over it. Yeah, that'd be really cool. That'd be really yeah. cute, actually. Um, so I bought that. Um, so hopefully with an Afghan wearing an Afghan. Yes, with an Afghan camera. Because isn't isn't yeah. there a camera called an Afghan camera? I don't know. Isn't isn't an Afghan you camera? Afghan Your camera. camera. Yeah, Afghan that's right. camera is what, what podcast yeah, Af- are we Afghan, on? Afghan box camera. Uh, oh so, well it's not a it's not a brand but it's a kind of camera yeah, well, yeah it's a right. kind of camera yeah so an afghan dog wearing some kind of afghan you know uh dress with an afghan box camera, camera. That, that's a, and a that's your and new an project. afghan biscuit <laughs> i don't know what an afghan biscuit is um it's a it's a chocolate biscuit with chocolate icing and a walnut on the top oh that sounds actually very nice uh, yeah, I just can see some things on Google now. Very nice. Um, moving right along from that visual um, feast <laughs> for your eyes. Um, I also, um, yeah, these these film launches are getting out of hand because um, I ended oh up God. buying 20 rolls of Cine Stills new 400D, um, which mm-hmm. is coming direct from Los Angeles. Hopefully it will be packed by the fair hand of Andre Dominguez himself. Probably not. Ooh. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, once again, my credit card's taken a beating. Uh, so yes. So did you get 30, just 35 or did you get a mix? Like just 35. I mean, I think when I went to order it, I think it said the 35 mil was shipping in April. I added one roll of 120 and it said that was shipping in July. And I'm like, I don't want to like, you know Wait, delay the order yeah. for one roll of 120 i don't want to delay it three months yeah yeah Fair so enough. um yeah. i uh yeah no i just bought it and uh yeah so hopefully i'll be uh you know are, are you are you down for a couple of rolls double oh, i'm so down i didn't order any because i thought like shipping would be quite expensive yeah. from the u.s and i was you know yeah so uh, and then i spoke to you and yep. yeah so i'll definitely get a couple of uh couple of rolls i'm very excited for the and he's still like more so than the other two films that have been announced. Yeah. Um, just because I had a lot of trouble shooting the 50D. Yeah. Like, I just I, I just had a really bad time and I didn't like my photos. I really struggled with it. And I think, yeah, 250 is like a, a an easier ISO to like work with. And well, it I've is read... in theory ISO 400. Obviously, it's come from vision stock 250D. Uh, but yes. they're, they're, yeah. you know, once they've taken the Remjet off, they're suggesting it's an ISO 400 film. Uh, oh, okay. Yep. So, um, yeah, it's coming up as about, to my credit card, Sydney's still Los Angeles, uh, 450 bucks, which, which brings Whoa. it up to about $22.50 a roll. So it ain't cheap, but hey, no. you know, it's a new product and everything yeah, else has huh. gone up. So I, you know, can't blame them. Yeah. I Look at us gangsters exciting. dropping big money on film. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> We're just bad. We're just bad boys. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited for the the Cine still. Like, it's not something I'd shoot all the time, but I'll definitely be keen to try it. And I'm most mostly excited about it because a lot of the uh, like DP interviews that I read of like recent films that have been recent movies that have been shot on film, they say that they used a mix of the 250D and 500T. Ah. So I feel What's like DP? if I get to like a uh, director of photography, like, oh, uh, you know, like a cinema, a cinematographer. You and your fancy Sorry, I'm just, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm in the business now. No, I'm not. I just like to like, so the same way when you shoot like double, Cine Stills double X, like all the films that are shot on that film. Yep. It's like cool, cool to be able to like put it in your camera and shoot it and pretend you're like, you know, Scorsese. Or well, look, this is a good little um, segue here. I know that one of our um, topics tonight is all the new films that, that have come out. So it seems like a natural progression here. If we want to kick off discussion about those, all the new films that have been announced in the last couple of weeks, who, who wants to lead it off? Matthew Joseph, I'm looking your way. Why? Why? I talked last time. <laughs> Yeah, I think, why don't, why don't we get Lucy Lumen? I know that she's she's probably, you know, chomping <laughs> yeah. at the bit here to lead off. So we'll no, get you to lead well, off and then we'll get Matthew's okay. um, minimalist thoughts. Minimalist <laughs> thoughts. Yeah, mine are never minimalist, so I'll go first. Um, yeah, I'm, I I think it's really exciting. Um, I've just sort of given you my thoughts on the Sydney Still uh, front um, and an overwhelming response to the kind of like Kickstarter sort of thing that they do um like rolled in with buying the film i saw that the four by five was pretty close to getting 100 percent complete i haven't checked on it today so i'm not sure 79 percent. wow that's really impressive like really really cool just shows you how much people want like those films like back you know so i think that's really positive and it's a good indication of like people are actually going to put their like money where their mouth is you know so i think that's cool um in terms of kodak gold I'm really excited for everybody who shoots medium format, but I, I'm not a, a 120 gal. So I probably, I mean, I'll probably buy a roll and try it, but I, I'm not, you know, overly bothered myself, but I think it's really, really great for people who do shoot it. Cause it'll be a little bit cheaper than Portra mm-hmm. and Ektar, right? Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think it's, I think it's really uh, re- like, obviously really positive because it means that Kodak, you know, that the, the future of film photography looks pretty strong if Kodak are like, okay, we're going to like up our prices, but we're going to bring back a film stock or, or make a new film stock. I'm not sure if Gold was ever, was it was it in 120 originally? I believe it was in 120 some time ago, a few years ago, and they discontinued it and they brought okay. it back. Uh, I mean, okay. like it's great. It is good. But then you think, well, okay, where have all the 35 mil stocks of gold gone in the last year? And, and of course there's been pandemic related supply chain issues. You know, I get it, but you know, there hasn't been that much, you know, I've, I've heard that, you know, they were concentrating more on things like Portra over Ultramax and gold. Yeah. So it's great. They've brought out gold in 120 because a lot of people have been asking for it, but on the other hand, well, you know, it's great, but where's the supply of Ultramax and gold 200 in 35 mil? hopefully yeah, that will start coming back hope, yeah I kind of assumed I guess yeah you're always thinking big picture Matt um I hadn't really thought about that but I assumed that yes yeah big picture I I just assumed that they if they're doing that for 120 I would assume that like the demand for 35 millimeter is higher than 120 I don't know I'm just saying that just because yeah, it's yeah, more so. common to pick up a roll of 35 millimeter but I mean, then the, more professionals shoot 120 yeah I, I don't know 
But the other thing that's puzzling is that, of course, you know, uh, information out of the state suggests that the new Fuji 200 film is actually Kodak Gold made by Kodak. Yeah. And yeah, rebadged. So yeah, it's it's sometimes you just have to really scratch your head and, and you know, us mere mortals, how, how can we possibly understand what the hell is going on with some of these companies? Because it doesn't make any sense. I know. And it's like very Fuji. Mysterious. Fuji, you think Fuji, everyone's saying Fuji film are trying to get out of the film business. They're just continuing all this stuff. But then they bring back Across, which is made by Ilford. And then they're getting, buying Kodak in the States and rebadging it as Fuji 200. Uh, it's, it's bizarre. It, it's, it's, it is very strange, isn't it? Yeah. And Fuji put their prices up the same day um, that Kodak released. Yeah. Kodak and Cities released film. I Someone messaged me and told me that. Um, and they said maybe that was done on purpose because they thought that it'd like fly under the radar or something. So, um, yeah. Man, I don't think anything that Fujifilm does is spur of the <laughs> moment. I think they do things yeah. a long way out. Yeah, um, yeah, it's like calculated. Yeah, yeah, and then the other um, two, of course. What else have we got? We've got uh, turquoise the... coming back, which is, I think, did we speak yeah. about? We spoke about think, another time. I think we spoke about that last time. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting. So. Yep, and That's of course, very exciting. One we have, I don't think we spoke about this. Adox color mission. Did we speak about that last time? No, we didn't. I don't think so. Yeah, I've been look uh, like wanting to 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 get some of that. Yeah. So that is a, a very exciting news for us color shooters. In fact, I think potentially for me, it's probably the most exciting uh, news out of all the the, the recent announcements yeah. uh, because here we have, you know, potentially a new color manufacturer. I mean, this is kind of old stock, but it's kind of, it's old stock that had been made for a different company or something, but it's been rebadged by ADOX and they're hoping to get their, their color production set up in the next few years. Uh, so yeah, it, it's very, very exciting. And, and the colors just look very, mm, I don't yeah. know, different and, you know, ag, almost agfarish. I'm not sure what the, what the technology they're using is, but they do look fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It looks really good. I'm keen to, I'm keen to try it. And, uh, there's also the Japan camera hunter mm -hmm. film that got announced. Was that yesterday? I think. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and that's a slide 400 slide film. Mm-hmm. And that's like re obviously it's like a rebadged like Fuji one would film think or, so yeah yeah I was um, talking to Hashem and he yeah. said the film that he thought that it looked like but I can't remember now is it Provia or Sensia or maybe it was Provia yeah. yeah yeah he said that that's what he thought it looked like but yeah um, but he said like you know bring it on like any 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 yeah. film that's out there that's you know for, available for us to buy is like well there is i don't think there is a slide film uh, a color transparency film in 400 speeds so you know yeah it, you know whether it's rebadged or or recycled or out of date or whatever at least it's something right yeah mm. something is better than nothing yeah matthew joseph you're being very quiet down there in, in melbourne <laughs> what, are, what are your thoughts <laughs> about the uh, all the new films coming out yeah i don't get excited by rebadged films unfortunately just, so what, um, where, where do you, let, let's go through them quickly. So the, <laughs> the, the Fugu, the Japan camera hunter, uh, that is fairly confident. That's a rebadge film. Yes. Yeah. Kodak gold is a reissue in a new format or, or a revived mm. format on 20. Where do you yep. stand on that? Where you shoot a roll of that? I look at if it's cheaper than portrait, I'll give it a, I'll give it a shot. 
Agent Shadow, which is a uh, a film that's apparently currently already out there, but just rebadged. No. Um, Adox <laughs> Color Mission. Adox Color Mission. Which is uh, I don't know. I've seen I've seen stuff about that, but I don't know. It's, I haven't seen any results from it. Okay, that's fair enough. There's a few on Instagram, <laughs> but there's still it's been yeah. out for a while now. People seem to have yeah, got it in their hands. Videos. There's, oh, there's videos, but. Uh, I think Molly, Eclectochrome. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure. She, yeah, she has. I'm pretty sure she has a video. Uh, yeah, she did some street photography with it, and yeah, yeah. she really enjoyed it. Her photos Excellent. looked good. So have to watch that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what about turquoise, Matthew Joseph? I'm sure you're you're keen to give that a go in the next. Oh, I'll have to have to buy a roll because no doubt there'll be a Matt loves cameras contest. There, there is a contest. Yeah, there is a contest. Yes, you're <laughs> oh, correct. Surprise. <laughs> excellent uh so yeah i think i mean my overall opinion is that you know perhaps some you know, perhaps not all of them are exactly brand new but at least look it's positive that companies are bringing out new or rebadged or revived products i think it can only be a good thing it's positive we're positive about the negative film yes that joke that joke's been made a few times never, in my never gets in old my dms the last few days <laughs> Sorry, really dad jokes, joke. old yeah, man yeah. jokes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's really good. Someone sent me a like a tweet. I think I don't have Twitter, so I don't know what it looks like. But someone sent me a tweet of someone else who had said, "Oh, I don't know why everyone's so excited um, that Kodak have given us a film that's uh, the same price as the price before they put them up. So yeah. that's that's not any good." And then Japan Camera Hunter have given us like some frozen Fuji film uh, and um, Cine still have just taken the Remjet layer off 250 uh, D like motion picture film or whatever. So, mm -hmm. and they were like all, yeah, which I kind of thought was a little bit like, I mean, those things are true, but like, I, I, I'm, I'm like a positive person when it comes to like yeah. film photography and that you know, I want to believe that it's going to like continue on. And I think anything like that is like a huge signal that it's thriving and it's growing and people are, you know, especially like a company like Kodak, like surely that's a good sign. So if you're not well, going to shoot it, like don't buy it, but like be excited for other people maybe that are like, don't be yeah like, negative towards it, I guess. Like, you know. I think the thing is this, like you, where, where can I buy if it just say, just say the Japan camera hunter one is frozen Fuji slide film, 400 speed. Okay, just say it is. I don't know if it is or not, but just say it is. I, where can I buy that at the moment? I can't. So if they're going to, you know, rebadge and, you know, sell some rolls, hundreds of rolls or thousands of rolls of it, great. Like I can't buy it at the moment. It, to me, it's a, essentially a new product, right? And yeah. uh, the same goes with the, the Cine Steel product. Like I'm not going to buy any 250D and, and remove the Remjet myself. I can't be bothered. So no. it, it's it's great that they're making it available to people. And yes, it costs more than buying 250D and doing the Remjet yourself. Of course it would. Um, but, I, you know, it's given people options. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Yeah. What do you think, Matthew Joseph? Not, no, he just... <laughs> Oh no, I didn't hear anything. It, was, it oh, went quiet. Oh, did it? Oh, I thought you were just like fully just like in, in ignoring deep thought. me. Yeah, or in no. deep thought. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. What are you? What are like? Are you 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 positive oh, about yeah. it? Yeah, I, I, it's a it's movement in the right direction. 
Hmm. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah maybe yeah. maybe a little That's sideways a step, few sideways steps there, but yeah. I've got a direction. um, I've got a film coming out soon. Um, probably on the weekend, I'll I'll re- release some information about it. Is it Photo Dudens? I can't say. It's I it's ISO thirty two hundred film. slide film. Maybe who knows? <laughs> it's called Grainy AF. <laughs> oh yeah no it's a it's it's panoramic film you know you put it in any camera and you get a panorama yeah <laughs> good um <laughs> If you would like to support this podcast, why not buy our dad a coffee? Visit coffee.com. That's ko-fi.com forward slash Matt Loves Cameras. And buy him a coffee for just $3. So for our second hot topic tonight, we're heading down there to chilly Melbourne where autumn has set in and the, the cold snows have already arrived. Matthew Joseph, what is your hot topic? Um, my hot topic is editing film photos. So, um, yeah, just uh, it's, it's a controversial topic. Some people are pro editing and the the amount of editing varies obviously from person to person um and uh, my opinion i am firmly and and soundly sitting on the fence about photo editing i on on, in one hand i um i don't do it i like to um i like to have my you know, I like to have my photos unedited. I leave the, um, I have it so you can um, uh, have the, you can see the edge of the frame. And, you know, to me, that's an honest kind of photography you know, because sometimes it can be, photography can be dishonest. Um, and I like to leave the edge in where I can. And if I can't, but, you know, I if I need to crop it or something, then, you know, you can see, that I have cropped a photo, but I mostly, especially with the X-Pan, I mostly correct horizons or other straight lines. That's pretty much the extent of it. And if I'm scanning my own color at home, I'm um, uh, adjusting the color to how I want it to look. But Isn't um, there a, just picking up on that, isn't there a, like a bubble level or a spirit level on the X-Pan to get them to help you? Because that's kind of a big yeah. issue, isn't it, with panoramic images? Well, yeah, it is, but mine's dried out. It's, you know, it, it, it dried out. You know, that's unfortunate. Heat, really? Heat got to it and the liquid's all gone. Um, and, but I've always been pretty straight. Um, I'm usually about a, a degree, one degree to one and a half degrees out on my horizon, so... Um, plus, when you shoot really wide with the wide lens on the X-Pan, there's plenty of real estate to crop when you straighten it. So, um, you know, most people wouldn't know that I've cropped and straightened the photo. Yeah, great topic. Um, hmm. I, I, I'll i tell you 
what I do. I, I mean, obviously with digital, I think digital photography is different to film photography. To me, I, I like film photography because I don't have to do a lot. And I'm not, I don't feel pressured to do a lot uh, afterwards in Lightroom. I don't feel pressure. You know, usually I'll get my scans back from the lab. The lab I use do a fantastic job. Uh, they're beautiful. I've actually had so many people in the last week alone. I've been posting in a couple of groups and on Instagram, people say, I'm like, do you do your own colors? Which kit do you use? And I'm like, no, I send them to a lab. And someone said to me the other day, I said, oh my gosh, no, no lab in the States that I've used gets colors like your colors. Um, mm. So yeah, shout out to the, to my lab, Ikigai lab in Melbourne, do a great, do a fantastic job. Um, but the thing is this, I, I get a Dropbox full of images. The images look fantastic. Now they've already been scanned. I, don't, I, don't, I can't remember if they use the, the Naritsu or the Frontier or whatever. The, I can't even remember which one they use. I'll leave it up to them. But they do a fantastic job. When I get the images back, there's very little I do to them. And that's not, it's mainly because I'm lazy and, and I think they do a great job. I've tried to get it right in camera when I've taken the shot. Occasionally I will do what you do, Matthew. I will straighten horizons. It's, it's very yeah. rare that I'll do anything other than that. It's very rare that I'll even increase any exposure or anything because they do such a good job at scanning them. And, uh, you know, uh, so they, they look fantastic. I think probably in the last two years, I think there was one photo that I went into Photoshop and I cloned some objects out uh, of the, the image. And it's actually on my Instagram. I'm not going to tell you which one it was. Uh, but um, there was one photo I did that for. And I didn't feel bad about it uh, at all um, because that, that was my recollection of the scene. I, I couldn't remember that bloody great yellow bollard being in the scene. So I got rid of it. And if you look back through some of the most famous photos of the 20th century, I mean, somewhere online, if you, if you Google, you know, uh, behind the Garcia Lazar, that, that famous photo from Cartier-Bresson, where there's a guy jumping over a puddle. If you actually look, for the, look at the original negative, it does not look like the image that we all know. And again, mm. the same for that famous photo of, uh, is it James Dean? Yeah, James Dean and time, Times. Correct. Uh, yeah. Yeah, if you, if you yeah. look at that, there's obviously they've, they've, I don't know what they've done. They've taken the image and they've printed it or something. And the photo editor has made all these adjustments around the outside saying, lighten this, darken this, do this. And again, the, the original image that came out compared to the, the finished image is completely different. So I don't think there's anything. I think it's just where you, what you're comfortable with and, and what you want to do. You want to crop them. You want to change the colors. You want to clone objects out. Hey, that's, that's up to you. Lucy Lehman. Yeah. Yes. Um, so yes. I was, I was intently listening to both of you. Um, I, so when I started taking photos, I started with film just because I was interested in photography and film was interesting. So I never shot digital. So I never really had any um, experience with like editing photos and I didn't have a laptop for a really long time. So I just shot my film photos and I would look at them on my phone. Like I'd get them emailed and that was it. And mm -hmm. I just thought that, you know, I'd sometimes I'd get prints and that was it. And I just didn't even know that you could do that for a really long time. And I was happy with them. And I thought that that's just like the way they look and the way they're supposed to look. And when I met Lux, he was like, oh, do you not edit them? And I was like, what do you mean? And he showed me Lightroom. And then I was really against it because I was like editing them. Like, no, like I thought that was like bad you know like I was in that camp just because I just assumed that editing meant like fake faking something or being like dishonest and then he was like no I'll show you and he used to work in uh, like Kmart film lab 
Um, but he was like, I'll show you like, you know, a little bit of like what you could do to like enhance this image or like the information is there. I'm like bringing it out. If that makes sense. Like yeah. I didn't, I hadn't, I, I didn't know any of that. So um, especially for me, cause I shoot in like midday sun and the way my lab that isn't anywhere near as good as Ikigai, the scans are never really that good. Like it's very, we just scanned it in cause we're just like smashing through roles and then emailing them to you and we're not really looking at it in any kind of like nurturing like artistic way like it's just like you pay we we we, we develop it we scan them we email them to you and that's it I mm-hmm. assume Ikigai are taking a lot more care with it and that's why they look the way that they do so I'm in a different position to um like to you and maybe to you uh Matt I'm not sure where you get your film developed so for me, like I always, they always go into Lightroom and they always have some kind of like treatment because yeah, like the highlights are super blown out. And I just assumed that that's the way photos looked. But when, you know, we adjust that, I'm like, oh my God, wow. Like that looks so good now. And it's how I saw it when I took the photo, you know, like that bleached look, but there was still definition, you Mm -hmm. know, or like the way the shadows looked or whatever, rather than it just being this one big blown out like mess. So it helps me to shoot how I want to shoot. And, and it's taught me a lot. And Lux explained like, which I'm sure listeners have heard before. And you guys know, like the analogy of like printing in a dark room and how you would do some form of editing in that way. Like there was a, um, a Willem Verbeek video that I watched a while ago and he was doing some printing and he had like one page and it had strips on it and all the color, like all the colors were different on it. And he said like, you know, these are the different prints I've done of it to decide how I want it to look. And Lux was like, that's like editing. So like it could have looked like this or it could have looked like this and they're completely different, but he had, he's not using like a, a program like Lightroom. So Mm -hmm. kind of like you, you can liken it to that. And that's how he explained it to me. So now I understand and I've seen the small adjustments we make to like really do my justice, do my photos justice. I'm like all for editing, but regardless of that, I think making rules or, you know, like judging people for like doing that um, is, is kind of like silly unless you're, I don't know, but I can't really think of any example. Like you said, like you took something out of a photo cause you were like, I don't remember that being there. And, and it's like, who, who cares? Like, yeah. Should there be some kind of like film photography police that's going to like come to your house and arrest you because you edited your photos? Like that's the vibe I get from some people. And yeah, like cropping, like I crop my photos quite often because I shoot with a point and shoot and you're not really getting what you're seeing. Yeah. So like, so and it's sometimes it's really hard to like get exactly what you want. So I'm like, oh, if I just cropped that a tiny bit, it'd be like the composition that I actually had in my head. So yeah, for me, it's like, really important that I have that step otherwise my photography wouldn't be what I want it to be or I'd have to shoot differently or be more like precise or I don't know just yeah shoot just shoot differently so for me I'm all for editing that's it cool (laughs) it wasn't a minimal answer I'm sorry no that's great (laughs) I'm, I'm just I'm just taking a few seconds to digest what you said and um yeah, I, I agree. It's I, I've said this before. When I, I used to, when I got back into film photography, I used to get dev only 
for my color film and I bought a scanner thinking, oh, I'm going to save lots of money here. Got a scanner and $200, <laughs> but I'm going to save so much money. And then, uh, you know, with the Epson scanners, you know, if there's a tiny bit of dust, you get all these lines through the images. It's oh, a nightmare. Yeah. I, I used to get some good um, feedback. I think I wrote an article for Emulsive about my LT1 and someone actually commented on there, your, your colors are really good. I don't, I don't know what the hell I did, but they, they looked really like that beautiful classic Kodak gold, right? Um, but it's funny when I when I started sending my film to the lab, I've said this before and I'll say it again, I felt like I'd become 25% better photographer because the colors were even better, the scans were sharper. And you know, I, I worked out for me, like we're all different, all photographers are different, but for me, getting the, the negatives back and having to scan them myself is a false economy because it costs me time. You know, it, getting them scanned by the lab on a Frontier or a Naritsu or whatever it is by experts who, who know the color profile of the film you've used is, is, is pri- not, wouldn't say it's priceless, but it's, it's worth a lot of money to me. And so if I have to pay, instead of, um, I don't know, I think I pay $14 Australian, which is about what, 10 US a roll for Devon scan it's just not worth to me saving a few bucks out of that and getting the negatives back and doing it myself. It's a, in fact, it's just a complete waste of my time doing that when I've got experts who do it for me. And um, so when, when I decided to fully get the lab to do my Devon scan, that was probably, you know, I feel like I've become a better photographer because the scans look so good and it freed me up to doing what I really love, which is playing Fortnite. No, which is taking, taking, <laughs> taking photos. <laughs> Uh, drinking that slurp. <laughs> okay. Um, is that topic done? Have we, have we exhausted that one? Yeah. 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 That was good. That was, that Send was it good to Santa. That was good. Oh, hang on. I didn't press record. Oh, ah, yeah, you did. You I can see it. There you go. Oh, yeah. um, You're a dead man. So what's, <laughs> so what's the next hot topic? I think it's it's my hot topic, isn't it? It's my turn. I think every hot topic's been your hot topic, hasn't it? <laughs> that was mine. Oh, was that no, okay? that was Sorry. Matt's. Yeah, was that Matt's? Am I? Sorry, yeah, I don't yeah. want to hog hog the conversation. No, hog away. Um, I'm hog away. I'm I'm happy to sit back and chill. I like um, I like this idea for a podcast. Come on, come on, my podcast and with your content. This hey, <laughs> this is this is the Mike Gutterman <laughs> model here. My podcast, yeah. but I crowdsource everything. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a winning yeah. idea. It never fails to uh, to work, especially yeah, when everybody... it gets such illustrious guests as you two on. Ah, oh, thank you. Everybody loves to have their say. You um, don't have to suck up to us. We're here. All right. Well, I thought I thought I better. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Lucy um, Lemon, hit us. All right. So I want to talk about social media and film photography in terms of where is the best place to go as a film photographer because people are often complaining or you know making comments about how Instagram has you know really gone downhill for photographers and it's not about photography anymore Uh, it's all about likes you know now they're pushing reels and people say like I just want somewhere where I can go and connect with other film photographers or, or photographers um and you know share my work get inspired and it not be about like a numbers game and more be about like, you know, the actual photography. Um, and people seem to like, I get a lot of messages and people say like, you know, I re- what they really want is like connection. And a few handful of people have then said, 
like connection is in like, you know, to talk, to talk to like another, another photographer, because maybe they don't have people in their immediate life that shoot film or, you know, like they, they, they want inspiration or they want to share their projects or I don't know, maybe they want to start a podcast or they want to start a YouTube channel or whatever, you know? Um, so, and yeah, so a lot of them then talk about, uh, these are like people of a certain age. They then talk about Flickr and they're like, oh, like, you know, the glory days of Flickr and how great like Flickr was for film photography and how it would show up I've never used Flickr so how it would show up like uh what camera you used and you could search that and then see and stuff like that so I'm just wondering what you guys think in terms of like is Instagram even worth it anymore like do you guys get any value out of it uh is Flickr gonna come back like should should we get back on there is it even still a thing and like yeah is there a new platform that we haven't discovered or like something that should be made is that possible is that going to happen like let's talk about it let's talk about <laughs> social media let's talk about me and you let's talk about all the good. okay um Fado Jordans, you you were flicker famous so i feel like yeah. you should leave this one on. uh, yeah maybe maybe almost Flickr almost famous or Flickr in infamous maybe um yeah Flickr was the best um I joined simply in the best oh, yeah so many, so many songs Go, Tina <laughs> sing it sing it um yeah I joined Flickr in 2005 and um you know very quickly uh met up with photographers who lived in my area which at the time was Christchurch in New Zealand um and you know the groups were very social like I it, you'd be hard pressed to find a city that didn't have its own Flickr group and that didn't uh socialize um I uh when I moved to first moved to Melbourne I joined the Melbourne Flickr group and then not long after the Melbourne Silver Mine, which was a, a group of film photographers here in Melbourne, uh, RIP. And, um, you know, they, a lot of them became friends and then, you know, you stop becoming friends and some of them I'm still friends with. So, um, yeah, Flickr was very social and, you know, it, it Flickr, uh, you know, cha it, it changed a few times over the years you know bought and sold by different companies and you know promises were made and promises were broken and you know I, I think I got an email from the current version of Flickr which is owned by Smug Mug now um, talking about the future of Flickr which I sort of pr briefly sort of scrolled through but I don't know I don't I think Flickr's done um, as much as I hate myself for saying, I think it. I think it's had its time. I think it's over. And Instagram is okay. I mean, I. It's just. It's just sharing photos with friends mostly, uh, or you know, people that you've known on social media for a long time. Um, yeah, I don't. In terms of which platform is best, I don't know you know there, there are new ones there's like glass and 
uh, which you have to pay. Yeah. What do you to... think about that? I noticed after our last chat, Matthew, that you got you got glass because I got a notification saying you'd followed me. Yeah, I got. Yeah, look, I jumped on so there when they think? had the the free trial. I just yeah. feel like it's still very empty, mm, and that people yeah. are using it the way they used to use Instagram as well. And like it, 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 when that first came out, it was like, oh, we don't have likes, but now there's something that's a like but not a like. Um, it's like appre- appreciating, you like appreciate. Yeah. <laughs> you appreciate the photo. You yeah. appreciate it because at, at first you could only comment. Like that was the only option you had, and I didn't think that was too bad. Um, yeah, yeah. It takes you away from that Instagram like double tap on things, but not yeah. really look at them or engage with them. Like I think they would have been better off just like getting rid of that because it it makes you then think like associate that that sort of appreciating thing with being on Instagram. Yeah. Mm. But I, you know, for the last 10 years or so, I've been making, you know, if you want to share photos, like I think the like I've been make I've made a photo book a year, you know, sort of around just before Christmas to give at first it was to give as a gift because, you know, it was a cheap an easy gift to design a book and get it printed. And it used to be a relatively cost, you know, very cost effective once, but you know, it's gotten more expensive. And in, in the last couple of, couple of years, because of COVID, I've only done digital books. So, um, and I get to make uh, smart ass comments about the photos I've taken and what I've been up to and that sort of thing as well. They have a bit of a, a commentary in there. So I, I like, I like a photo book myself. If you want to share your images, that's, you know, probably one of the, the better ways to do it is to put it on paper or, you know, make a, a digital book to share with people. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. I think a lot of people mm. talk about like printing your work and the, the, the value in that. I definitely think that's true. Um, or like a digital idea is good too. If you have like a financial kind of, barrier to doing that because printing stuff can be kind of another added cost that yeah. maybe like especially like young people who are just shooting a couple of roles and maybe they want to share it on Instagram or whatever like um yeah I think like Instagram has its like place and worth like mm. I think it's kind of what you make it like yeah. the more I used to, I've had various ones and deleted them and then just been like, woe is me, no one's paying attention to me kind of thing. <laughs> like, oh, what's the point, you know? Yeah. Um, but like now I've noticed the more I kind of engage with people or like engage the, the, the community that I have on there or like, you know, talk to people, like the more you get that back, like you get out what you, you get back like what you put in kind of thing. So um uh, yeah, I think that that's like a, I don't want to say it's a tip for people, but I do just get messages where people are like really down because they feel like no one's seeing their photos and then they blame like the algorithm, which to yeah. an extent is probably true, but also with any of these things, like you have to kind of like put in like the time and effort, I suppose, if you really want that return on that platform, yeah. um, you know, or but if you're happy with, you know, like the, the, the group that you have or your, like you say, your friends, like you know, like you shoot with Melissa and then, you know, you get to see her photos on there and like stuff like yeah. that, you know, then that, that's cool too. So, um, yeah, I don't know, like glass, I have it, but I haven't really been on there. Just like Matt Murray, you made a good point when I got it. Cause you said that it's, it's like the app might be great, but it's like another app 
or platform that you've got to invest time into. And yeah, that's so, more my barrier towards it. Like I just don't have the time to like build up a presence on there or like search for people and learn how to use it. Like I just don't have time for that. I don't, I don't think it's even that. I think we had this conversation last time in the famous lost recording. Um, but, you know, I've been to a lot of social media conferences, um, social media in, in, the, in government, in the public sector, and, and someone I listened to once, I can't remember who it was, but they, they liken social media and people being on social media apps to the school disco. And, you know, when there's only there's only one or two people in the middle of the dance floor and everyone's around the outside and everyone's going like, look at those weirdos over there. I'm not getting involved in that. But as soon as a few of the cool kids get involved, more and more people pile in the middle then everyone piles in the middle. And, you know, so that's, that's, it sort of explains why some apps will have a few users and it just won't go anywhere for whatever reason. Maybe it's the usability of the app. Maybe it's because it costs too much money. Maybe because they haven't got very good marketing, but if there's not a lot of, there's not a core base of people using it for a particular reason, it, it just won't get popular. Now, going back to what we were talking about before, Flickr, Flickr was amazing because it was a social network essentially for photographers. You know, there's all fantastic forums in there, you know, all sorts of uh, all sorts of cameras, all sorts of types of photography. If you want to know something, you know, there's all these amazing archived conversations, mostly archived conversations about, you know, what do I do about this battery for this camera or how do I fix this problem or how do, how do people find that lens? And there's all these amazing, fantastic conversations in there. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of them are now 10, 15, year, or, you know, 10, 15 years old. Um, but it, it was an amazing platform. Whereas Instagram... I don't think Instagram ever, well, maybe at the very start, but I don't think it really was a social network about photography. It was more capitalizing on the use of these new mobile phones, cellular phones that people had. And so it became, it was about photography, but it was also about, you know, fashion and selfies and, you know, taking pictures of your food and that lifestyle kind of imagery, not just about cameras and photography and amazing images. It was, it was more of that lifestyle thing almost, which is what it is now. Uh, I, I don't, really use i use instagram a little bit i probably posted on matt loves cameras instagram maybe five images in the last six months if that um i did have i've got a digital account uh, for my fuji stuff i had a 18,000 followers at one stage i think it's down to about 14,000 now i haven't posted on there in two years i don't know i i just got bored of it um it, it feels like a treadmill where you're constantly trying to find something to post you post it this one only got 200 likes the last one got 400 likes but this one's a better photo than that one so what what happened there uh, did i use too many hashtags and it, it just becomes it just becomes too taxing and too uh, too much and in the end you know some i think this is partly why i got back into film photography because i like simplicity i try and get it right in camera i take the photo i like the image i might make a zine out of it i might post it on instagram i might show people or post it on facebook i don't know i i, I kind of feel like what it you know what, what's the end game here? Why, why do I have to keep posting things on Instagram? And, and the answer is I, I don't. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. Well said, Matt. Yeah. I definitely feel that um, like that the law, the, you know, worrying about the likes and um, and like, what, what is it offering you? And I think a lot of people think that Instagram is offering them something, but really you're just in that cycle and just on your phone. And yeah, de definitely. I think it's, can be good for whether it's photography that you're into. It's a great place to free place like any social media to like advertise something that you do or you make or create, or I don't know, whatever, or whether it is your photography that you want to like 
advertise in some way, you know, mm-hmm. and it's, it's a good spot to refer people back to if you don't have a website or something, you know, like, and you want to show someone like your style of photography or for me, like finding someone like Melissa, like I wouldn't have found her if I didn't follow like you, Matt, and, you know, like stuff like that. Like I find there's like can be good connections, but definitely totally valid like what you've just said, Matt. And I think a lot of people would really agree and that would really resonate with a lot of people for sure. Yeah, I, th- I think it can be great. I've, I've actually met a few people myself through Instagram, uh, you know, notably Lucy, Lucy Lumen. Um, <laughs> but um, so I, I think it's got its uses. I just don't think, I don't know. I, I probably don't. I've been trying to post a bit more often. Um, I, I think it's, I don't know. I, I don't sort of put too much trust in it or too much importance on it, I suppose you could say. Yeah. Uh, and maybe that's because I've got a podcast now where, you yeah know, I've got an audience for, for chatting and about your own cover stuff thing. yeah it's like your own like you own that kind of I you own know, like, this podcast this is my podcast <laughs> now when you guys were, were chatting about Flickr um I actually I want to show you a few images here I'm going to put them in the chat here um so I actually dug up my old Flickr account I it's still there I thought it'd be deleted Ooh. and look at this look at this first photo I'm about to share with you it's in there in the in the uh in the zoom chat Tell me when you can see that. Oh, actually, that's the, wrong get... bl- that's the wrong bloody photo. Don't look at that one. Don't look at that one. Here we okay. go. This How is do you get one. to this the is... Zoom chat? I uh, think it's just at the bottom chat. And then do we click okay. on the link? Do, no, do the second link. The second the link. The second this is link? Photo st- yeah. Okay, hold on. The miracle of the internet here, people. I know. I've never done this. Oh, my How God. It's get... Ikea. It's Ikea. <laughs> it's Ikea. <laughs> This was taken in uh, 2013. I'm oh nine years ahead of the trend, Lucy Lumen. You are the original IKEA shooter. <gasps> and it's oh funny. Looking... And look at your profile picture too. You look. Oh no, so I look a lot younger. Young. And I just yeah. looked at my profile. Right, it says I've had 58,000 views on my Flickr, and I'm like, what the hell? And I looked at the most, uh, the most uh, viewed image. It's a photo of my wife. What the hell is going on? With that? I don't know what's Ooh, going on. Sarah. So here is Sarah in the in the chat. That's had eight thousand views. Who's been looking at my wife and what have they been doing? I don't, I don't want to know. Um, so there's a picture of my wife Sarah. there, and I'll oh, show yeah. you. I'll show you potentially. A lot of these are actually. I I tried to do that three six five project, you know, and I think I only got about fifty days in. But I'll show you the last one. Matthew Joseph, I like this one. This is a, I used to do a bit of street photography just to get my, uh, my daily, um, you know, photo intake up. And hang on, I've got, a, I've got a good photo here. Hang on, <laughs> I've lost it. Of course, I've lost it. But it is a, a photo of a bake sale. God, this is so confusing. I'm looking through Flickr and I can't actually find the photo I was just looking at. I'll have to edit this yeah, like podcast now. <laughs> Why can't I see my stream? This is crazy. I'll have to have a look on Flickr because, yeah, I've never, I think maybe like uh, like when I've okay. Googled something, it's taken yeah. me there. But So this is in uh, my local town of Cleveland, and this was captured on my iPhone 4 probably. This is the Salvation Army bake sale. And there, oh. was, there was huge, there was a, a lot of, you know, issues yeah, at my yeah. fake sale the ladies there are very angry so yeah I used to go really angry there was, there was some like drama some sort of slice with licorice to all sorts in it see i could do the slice the licorice though is just rank as far as i'm concerned no, but you the, guys are the so all sorts. food obsessed honestly so all sorts are in the slice 
there's a joke about all sorts but i'm not going to go with that one um okay there is a, yeah there is there, they look like all sorts but there was there was a great drama there but there you go i i found out that my wife's photos had eight thousand views i found a photo of ikea i can't believe um, that can you post it on instagram and be like i'm the original you know i don't i'll put it in the story i'm not gonna Your mess story. my feet up with that yeah. crap oh. so <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's di- it's digital. It's digital. I wasn't, oh, I wasn't, okay, digital crap. I wasn't ripping yeah, yeah, on you, yeah. Lucy Lou. And see, Matt loves cameras is only film. Um, okay, so, you don't want to yeah. infect I, your feed with. No, I, yeah. I love I love digital, but I I'll actually show you as digital. well the most my most famous my most famous my most favorite <laughs> iPhone photo ever. This is my daughter at, at Victoria Point with the Hipstamatic app. Did anyone ever use that? The Hipstamatic app. Um, um, no, but I know lots I of people who did. I don't think so. Oh my God, she's so little. Yeah. And it was that look. That's one of the reasons I got back into film. I was like, yeah. this looks amazing Did on digital. I want to get yeah. back into film and do it that, you know, really vignetted cool. colors. Yeah. And... Yeah. Nice composition. And that's really beautiful. Yeah. Oh, the glory days of Flickr. Yeah. So, so it's dead, though, you think? Like it's gone. It's not, There's still it's people not on back. there, isn't there? I, I just don't think, I think we've gone past the glory days of Flickr. Okay. Yeah. So, and I, I, I'm not sure there'll ever be something else. I mean, now TikTok has become very popular. There's more and more film photography content. In fact, most of my feed now is film photographers, not people doing dances anymore. So it, it's interesting how these things go. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't think there'll ever anything be anything like Flickr circa 2000 and, you know, eight 2010 anymore yeah you guys do you guys don't do twitter do you no I'm i not go on twitter. occasionally but yeah. it's not yeah i used to do it years again i used to do it about 10 years ago i used to be on there all the time and now yeah, no, i've looked through all of your social media related posts oh god that'd be boring <laughs> yeah terribly <laughs> help me go to sleep um yeah but, you know, like the, the the film community on Twitter is is very good. Um, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, there's you know. I'm really just, scared of Twitter. I'm really scared of nah, it. There's nothing to be scared of. It's just <laughs> everyone's got an opinion and they're going to shout it at you. That's the only thing to be scared of. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I, I I stay on Twitter because there are people on there that aren't on other platforms that I want to you know keep in touch with. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you also post your Wordle scores on there, don't you? Yes, I do. Yeah. Pathetic most of the time, (laughs) especially today's. There are are some good photographers on there. Bill two is Mm. is on there. A lot of people are on there, but Bill two is on there. I know. Bill's on everything. Bill's on everything. Classic cameras revival. He does a photo chat. Alex from CCR does a photo chat, but the problem is with the photo chat, it's like 3 a.m. Brisbane time. I was just about to say, there is some uh, time zone issues with the the photo chat. Yeah. So uh, it's funny that I always think in my life, I've only ever got time to to invest into social networks because I'm on Facebook groups a lot, reading what people say about photography and Facebook groups. And I'm on TikTok a lot. That's why I don't do much Instagram. And that's why I do no Twitter anymore, really. Yeah, you can't be across all of them. It's it's not it's, and then, it's not healthy either. Matt, Matt, you don't have the body for TikTok. Sorry. <laughs> you should see my latest video. It's for subscribers only. Um, and what was I going to say to you? Oh, um, there's YouTube as well. And then 
you know, how can you how can you keep up with everything? It's really really yeah. hard to it keep is. up. It's with a full time job. It is. It is. It is definitely. Yeah, YouTube is really rewarding in terms of community and connection. I find more so than anything else. Um, yeah, like I've and a lot of people from YouTube come over to like my Instagram. So I think that the community I have on Instagram is actually from YouTube. So I can't really credit it to Instagram, if that makes sense. And on YouTube, you don't really like, it doesn't matter if you only have like a hundred subscribers, if they, if you've got like a hundred people that are really invested in you and your content and commenting and stuff, then you Mm -hmm. will like right from, you know, as soon as you get that, you will, and then they're engaged, then you will get that connection. You don't have to like wait to have like, a thousand or oh, 10,000 subscribers, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm a fan of YouTube, obviously. You're listening to Matt Loves Cameras. That's the one you're going to use. <laughs> but I think it'll be an exciting and interesting episode for the listeners. I've got nothing. Yeah. All right. Okay. So uh, for the final part of the show today, we're going to go through, uh, we'll have a little chat at the end of this, but we're going to go through a few quick fire rounds here. I can't go through all of them because we've got so many, uh, but we're going to start with a few from, here we go, from Ken to Omi. So Ken's given us, a lot of listeners gave us a list of two items, as is the Matt Loves Camera's way of, of doing the quick fire round. And uh, we're all going to answer what we like best. So here's the first one. New or expired film? New. 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 Ansel Adams or Cartier-Bresson? Cartier-Bresson. Don't all speak at once. <laughs> That's kind of hard to choose. I'm not like a massive <laughs> fan of, of either of them, really. So. Whoa. I'll go Cartier Bresson. Yeah. What was the what was the question again? Can you repeat the question? Ansel Adams or Cartier Bresson? Oh yeah. Or H C B. Okay, both. Well, you can't really both. go both anyway. Point and shoot or I brownie can. box brownie. Point and shoot. Oh, point and point shoot. And shoot. Uh, zone system or Sunny Sixteen? Sunny Sixteen. Yeah. Uh, can I abstain from that one? Because I, I don't really, yeah, anyway. Um, okay, we're going to move on to Jack Johnson from Man- Manitoba, Saskatchewan. Bees or flies? I don't know. Bees or flies? Do you prefer- Maybe bees are more useful. Bees give us honey. Yeah. I, I don't actually know what fly. what the flies, what purpose do flies do? I don't know what their purpose do is. Yeah. In the, in flies the break down all of the stuff that we don't want to have to deal with. Yeah, okay. I'm still going for bees. Toast or bagel? Yeah, I'm still going for bees. Um, bagel if it's like a high-end bagel yeah. oh, this is where I say um, the only place on the Gold Coast you could get a bagel in the 90s was it Dreamworld <laughs> yes that's what you said last time it was, yeah. an, it was an exotic purchase <laughs> <laughs> was it served by a gumnut fairy or it's just another attraction uh, they had these guys that look like barbershop quartets that yeah, yeah, worked yeah. In, that, in that shop yeah, yeah. Uh, coffee or tea coffee coffee Coffee. 100 or 400? 100. Oh, well, yeah, my answer is different now. 100. 400. Hector? Hector. Cake or ice cream? Uh, yes. That's hard. Yeah, I think yes yeah. is the only answer to that one. Yeah, yes. Uh, Superman now, or Batman? Batman. Batman. Batman for sure. And, and, and I'm going to be very specific in the very camp 
uh, Adam West Batman. Uh, you know, I used to watch that as a kid and all the Kapows and Bams and I used to like that. Uh, Jack Black or Jack White? Jack, Jack Black. White. Yeah, Jack Black. Uh, okay, so Sherry from the from Brace the Grain podcast has said Pentax or Olympus. Oh, Olympus. Olympus? Yeah, yeah, I'll go Olympus as well. I've got a soft stop for Pentax, but I'll go Olympus. Podcast or YouTube? I think that one's aimed at you, Lucy Lumen. Oh, it's so hard now. You know what? Actually, I have been enjoying, like, I've been enjoying podcasting more than YouTube lately. Wow. I'm just going to put that Pivot. out there. Are you going to do an Ash Barty, Ash Barty and retire at, at 25 <laughs> years old? <laughs> I'm a bit older than that. Um, yeah, I've, I've been enjoying it a lot more. Yeah, it's like the planning side, the questions, like talking to someone, like it's just really like it's, it's a much nicer process than, you know, yeah. like setup of YouTube, like the lighting and the like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like all oh, it's, 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 it's a lot to do. So I like both. Taxing. But yeah. Mm. Yes. Yep. Alex from the classic camera revival up there in Canada, beer or liquor? Uh, beer. Liquor. I, I actually had to query this. I said, what do you mean by liquor? Because isn't liquor just all alcohol? And he said, and I, I think no, he, like... I think it's spirits, isn't it? Spirits. Like what we yeah. call spirits in Australia. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, I'd go beer over that one. Ilford or FOMA? Ilford. Yeah. To which what the only answer Ilf- is neither. Yeah. No, <laughs> I'll go Ilford. <laughs> Yeah, Ilford, I guess. Although I have seen some really good FOMA or FOMO, as I keep calling it, uh, shots like by <laughs> by accident. I said it in a video. I'm like, oh my god, kill me. Um, uh, I have seen some good FOMA shots recently, though. So I have some in my fridge. I want to try it. Excellent. Uh, Clayton Sharp over there. I think he's in North Carolina, isn't he? Uh, Clayton Sharp. Uh, I think so. Tacos or burritos? Now we had this conversation in the in the famous Lost episode where we said that we don't really have that many burritos in Australia, do we? No, it's not the same. Even tacos, the tacos. Tacos. You're pronouncing tacos the the English way, mate. Tacos. Sorry, very tacos. Do you like the tacos? No, ta- no. English people say tacos. Oh, they do actually. Yeah, tacos. Yeah. 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 Um, sound like you're northern. Yeah. I don't know. I always associate tacos with those, you know, those kits you get in the supermarket here and they're all (laughs) cheap and nasty. But, um, uh, no, but if you have tacos in America, like, I'm sure they're amazing. Oh, like in LA, like it's like so good, like totally different. What about, um, what's that fast food? Taco Bell. Do you like, do you like their stuff? My my daughter loves Taco Bell. Really? Oh, it's trash. Uh, Strong fighting fighting words, (laughs) fighting words. And um, he's got a few other ones, but we're trying to cut this episode length down before Zoom cuts us off. So cheese or pepperoni pizza? Pepperoni. Cheese. I'd say cheese, yeah. Yeah, pepperoni kind of repeats on me, so I don't really like that much. Um, So uh, what else have we got here? We've got Robert Rubin, Coke or Pepsi? Neither. Coke. I'll go Pepsi on that one. Uh, Noosa Polaroids, colour or black and white? Need we ask Lucy Lemon color? Students? <laughs> what was the question you cut out? Color or black and white? Oh, color. Yes. Both. <laughs> Roller quarter 82, which of course is Jake. Tinnies or Stubbies? Um, <laughs> Neither. Which is basically <laughs> alcoholic can beverage or... in a can or a glass. I go glass every time. I'm, yeah, I'm glass a is better, but I'm a bit classy like that. We always buy tinnies, but then like a case and then put them in a glass. So I don't know. What's that? Mm. What does that count as? 
I think it's only if you're drinking it out of the uh, receptacle. Out of the can. Oh, well, no, I don't want to drink it out of the can oh, like a pleb. Dear. And um, what else? Like a pleb. It's not offence to all the plebs out there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, def- I've drunk out of the can many times. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to have to do some editing here because I've got a few more. Sorry, guys. What about out of the goon bang? <laughs> oh, I have done that. Yes. Goon of fortune. Goon of fortune. Yeah, green is so. I can't believe like green passion pop. Like, can't if someone if so if I had to drink that now, I I would just oh I'd be so upset. I think yeah, when I was a younger man, that was all of the like alcoholic lemonade was a, was popular. Oof. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Okay, so from uh, the wonderful Michael Jolif, Abyssic Wizard, manual or auto? Mm-hmm. Auto. 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 Zoom or prime? Prime. Zoom. I go prime these days. Portrait or landscape? I know what Lucy Lumen's going to say. Yes, portrait. Landscape. I go landscape. <laughs> that was also a question from Billy Sanford, but Billy has another question for us. Uh, kangaroos or koalas? Um, koalas, because they're okay. like more yeah. like cute. I got koalas as well. <laughs> I'm going to say kangaroos just to be controversial. Of course. <laughs> yeah, we've got a few here from, oh no, it's El Grano Lobo Malo. Wow, what, right? a, what a handle. Uh, I know. Wow. Instacks or Polaroid? Polaroid. Neither. Neither. Polaroid. Ultramax or Superior? Oh, that's really hard. I'd say Ultramax. I shot some recently with my Olympus OM10 and it looked so good. I'm going to say Ultramax because I just bought some and I paid $40 for three rolls. <laughs> it doesn't say what speed is Superior, so I'm going to choose Superior because it doesn't say Superior 400, so I'm choosing Superior. Uh, what else have we got here? There's a picture of my son with another sloth. That's not what I want. Um, where are we? Sorry. Okay, here we go. Uh, so there's some more questions from the audience. This is a friend of mine, John. He's an American guy who lives here in Brisbane. How many times has Matt, that's Matt Murray, how, how many times has Matt asked you to pose in your birthday suit? <laughs> Too many. Too many, Lucy Lumen. I hope it's going to be a zero from you. A big zero. Yeah, I'll, you're a real I'll gentleman, Matt. Yeah. yeah, thank you, thank you. Uh, S. Jeff Greenstein, of course, is Jeff Greenstein from the wonderful I Dream of Cameras. Wristwatch or smartphone? Smartphone. Smartphone. Yeah, smartphone. And Rem- he got me with his uh, with his like he did. top podcast thing. Jeff I, posted oh. on I Dream of Cameras that uh, I Dream of Cameras is one of the was it New York. To- it was like top or... 10 he did it for like new york times yeah. and like two other magazines as oh, well wow. like a fake post yeah but i saw the new york times one yeah and you got your hook line and sinker and, and mike gutterman bought into it as well yeah he did so, he didn't yeah. even like correct me he was like oh wow who would have yeah. thought you could feel someone from kentucky um so moving on to uh ramones or this is jeff greenstein as well ramones or sex pistols ramones sex sure. ramones um, this is Jeff as well. Swiss Army knife or Leatherman tool? Leatherman. Swiss Army knife. Yeah, neither of these are relevant to me. So Gabe or Jeff? Oh, come on, you can't can't choose. I can't choose between those two. Which is uh, the one that uh, did the fake post? 
Well, I think it was a bit of both. both? I think it was, it got personal. I think it, it was personal. a bit of both, but I'm going to say Jeff. Who deceived me? Okay, well me? then, I pick Gabe. Okay. And <laughs> Silly okay. Friday. Silly Friday, of course, is a uh, a good friend of uh, Matthew Photo Dudens. Did you ever find out what happened with his broken leg in the canoe? Uh, he, he broke his foot somehow. He did. He did tell me, but that was a while ago. But you don't care, and you forgot. Okay, so uh, he said yeah. swing, swing lens or fixed lens. Fixed. 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 Uh, bulk rolling or bought boxes? Bought boxes. Bought boxes. Bought boxes. Battery or selenium? Battery. 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 And I'm just going through my, I have some few other ones here. Uh, Kia Fry, who of course is here in Southeast Queensland. I met Kia at the uh, last Brisbane Camera Fair. And of course, the, the next Brisbane Camera Fair is in June. And I'm hoping to have a little camera date with Lucy Lumen. Tell us about yes. it. Yes. Yeah, Ooh. I've never been before. So uh, Lux and I are going to drive up and we'll meet you there. And we're going to film a little episode as well. And I thought maybe I could try and like interview some of the stall holders maybe and like ask them about their oh, love collections. That. Or well, do you think they'd like that? Oof. No? Oof. You think I they'll think, hate that? I think if you hang around long enough towards the end, they'll be, they'll be okay. If okay. you're trying to interview can... them in the heat, okay. the heat of battle, no, you can I hope you like the smell uh, of really? Theo and onions. <laughs> I feel like if anyone could get it, it would be me. Like I take it as a challenge now. I'm like, you yeah, know, no, I hey, think I it's know. a bit of a scrum think... at the start for a few hours. These, th- these things are a bit okay. of a scrum, but they go until about 12 or one or two. And by then people are packing up. There's hardly anyone around. So I think you've got a very okay. good chance. Maybe if you go in hard and then we buy some stuff and then we have a little sausage sizzle and then you go back afterwards. And then you, okay. you can mop them up one by one. They'll talk to you, I okay. reckon. I thought they'd love that. Men love to talk about their, like, <laughs> Well, it's not just men there, Lucy Lumen. Thank you very much. It's, <laughs> there's women's oh, there's stole, female stay- vendors? Of course there are. Okay, of course there right. are. I mean, admittedly, okay. most of them are men. But there are, there yeah, are a significant yeah. number yeah. of women there, which is fantastic. And that goes, and, and certainly in terms of the patrons, um, from memory, yeah, I would say like? it was pretty, it was, it wasn't 50-50, but I would say there was a significant number of women at the last one, maybe 30 to 40%, maybe. I don't know. Okay, um, I remember cool. selling quite a few things to Maybe I can ladies. interview some of the patrons, like some young people, and be like, hey, how long have you been shooting? Oh, I didn't film? say there was any young people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? So there's no young people. There. I'm not saying I was the youngest person there, but you're really not selling it to me. <laughs> no, it's a lot of fun. Brisbane Camera Fair in okay, Albion. No, no, it's no. A lot of fun. It'll be the, it'll be fun. The hall was smashed by the floods. It actually flooded in Albion, and I saw some stories of them cleaning the mud and water out of the uh, out of the hall. So I hope it still is on this is on this year but a couple of tips if you ever go to the brisbane camera fair number one get in early and number two bring cash lots of cash because if you see something like an x-pan for 1200 bucks cash then you're gonna want 1200 that's so much money that's for an x-pan it's not that's a bargain for an x-pan um yeah a lot of people don't take enough money and then there's a i think there's a cash machine on site but like you take money out, it charges you like five bucks or something. And yeah, anyway. Uh, okay, okay, so uh, Kia Fry, back to Kia Fry. Kia, who I met at the Brisbane Camera Fair last year. Why are crappy fat camera? Why are crappy <laughs> cameras so much fun? Because there's like no pressure. You're like, you know, oh yeah, just put some film in it, take some photos. And then when you do get good shots, you're like, oh my God, I'm so good because I got no. these photos out of this little 
toy no expectations. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. Got ego yeah. boost. Yeah. Well, I was just about to say that zero expectations. So there's zero. Um, expectations. I was going to say zero result. <laughs> <laughs> uh, zero focal cords. Focal cords. Favorite underrated film camera. I was chatting to him today, actually. Um, probably, I would. I, um, I, my Pentax SBO that I shot in IKEA, like the IQ Zoom one. I think that's really underrated. Like I was like, oh, whatever, and then surprised by the shots that I got. So, and it's still relatively affordable. I've seen it for like 150 bucks or something, which I guess is like you know better than other point and shoots. Um, yeah, that would be mine. Mine's the plastic pano. Get your entries in. It's closing soon. <laughs> closing April seventeenth. That's right. please end it. Please. Hey, I think we've only got about another seven to get through for the second part of the judging. So you're in luck. I haven't entered yet, so we haven't. There's no winning. No. Yet. Well, you've shot a couple of rolls of film, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I've I've shot my one roll of film. And I went through my roll of film and I thought, oh man, these are all crap. I'll have to shoot another roll. This sucks. But then I found four or five that I thought were okay, were acceptable. Uh, <laughs> and I think in the head to head between me and you, I think, I think you will beat me, but that's okay. It's not all about, you know, who wins. It's about the creative pursuit of photography. Uh, my most underrated, <laughs> my, my, I gotta, hey, I gotta edit that now. My most <laughs> underrated camera. Do I, do I go for something so like the, the Canon top twin, which is that two lens camera? Or do I, I, I could even put the contacts G1 in underrated because I think it's a fabulous camera and it, it, the G2 gets all the love usually. Um, so yeah, there you go. Um, okay. Matt Evans photo, of course, he's over there in Wellington in New Zealand. How long until Matthew Joseph mentions his X-Pan? Uh, uh, Clayton Sharp photo, back to Clayton Sharp. <laughs> Lamingtons or Tim Tams? Oh, this was controversial. Lamingtons. Lamingtons. It was only controversial because you asked me if I liked a raspberry and choc- uh, raspberry lamingtons. Uh, yeah. No, I don't. No, there's only there's only the classic lamington. Lamington, by the way, for our overseas uh, listeners, apart from New Zealand, is a, uh, a, a sponge cake. Sponge cake <laughs> dipped in dark chocolate, and then well, it's still wet. The chocolate's still wet. That chocolate mixture. It's then rolled in coconut. It's a, it's an amazing it's an amazing Queensland cake. Uh, great invention of Queensland. And but they do they do bastardize it by making raspberry ones and all this rubbish. But the, the original is the best for sure. Um well, with well, cream or without Matt? Come on, I'm judging. Definitely, you. definitely without cream. Definitely without cream. Oh god. Um, I th- I think that's it. I think the uh that's most of the questions. I'm having to go through all my Instagram screenshots here, and I think we covered off all of them there um so yay fantastic stuff i, I think we're we're just about to call about to call this a wrap because um i have got uh i've got to help clean up our our house mm-hmm. um, which is messy as always any any final thoughts anything you're looking forward to in the next week or so i'm just hoping i'm praying to baby jesus that the, all the recordings are okay Got, I think we've got two out of three so far. Okay, so <laughs> yes. uh, your your prayers are being answered. Yay uh, for baby Jesus, Lacey, yeah. Lacey Lumen. Um, I'm hoping to shoot this weekend, but we said that yeah, it's raining, so I'm not sure I might have to go indoors because I'm going to try out my the auxiliary lenses for my Nikon L35 AF Ooh. that a a viewer kindly sent me, and they're wow. in a really cool like box and. 
yeah so I'm I'm excited to shoot them one's like a wide angle and one's like a like a zoom so yeah they just like screw on they're really cool I, I don't really know that much about them and I had no idea they existed despite my eternal love for that camera so yeah yeah hopefully um there'll be some breaks in the rain and I can yeah get out and shoot fantastic go to Pacific oh, Fair yeah, yeah there's dude. a whole lot of shopping yep. there yep um <laughs> so thank idea. you thank you so much both of you for joining me yet again for what feels like our 50th recording of the same topics <laughs> uh it's very much appreciated and uh I'm sure this episode will go down and treat with listeners and uh yeah and uh where can everyone find you too at work me. <laughs> uh you can find me at lucy underscore lumen on instagram uh i love a dm dm me say hello send me a voice message uh and you can find me on my youtube channel lucy lumens analog adventures and also now lucy lumens podcast adventure that's on all oh. any any way you get podcasts so i'm just doing it all you're everywhere i'm, I'm gonna everywhere. i'm gonna use my outro as a shout out go on then oh okay so a, a couple of weeks ago i was having a microsoft teams chat with a couple of um uh with a couple of colleagues and uh I discovered that they are both uh, film shooters. Oh, how they, cool. They like enjoy shooting film. And um, so uh, I'm not going to share their uh, Instagrams because that would be a violation of their privacy. Um, so I'm just going to say a shout out to the uh, uh, MC Social Club film shooters club so hello oh, to no emma, will not be emma and to marley this huh? <laughs> who no doubt will not be listening to this podcast i'm gonna make them listen <laughs> oh you know you, you say they're your friends and you're subjecting them to to our ramblings yeah well um, then you make me come on here so what's the difference oh it's true it's true uh, so yeah so <laughs> guys are uh, so mean to each other <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> There's being normal. Um, He's so, like the big yeah. brother I never wanted. <laughs> yeah. Glad um, I'm not in this family. <laughs> so that's it for this time. Uh, thank you both so much. I'm going to end the call now and hopefully thank you, this will record. Thank you for having us. And um, I will be ringing you in about 10 minutes if it hasn't recorded. And, uh, so don't put your jammies on yet, guys. Okay. Leave a message with my service. <laughs> Take care. Thank you both. Bye bye. bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much to Matthew Joseph and Lucy Lumen down there on the Gold Coast for coming back on Matt Loves Cameras. They're sort of becoming semi, oh, I can't speak, semi-regular contributors to this show. I have to get them on the payroll. Uh, the, pay, the pay isn't very good to be on Matt Loves Cameras. Uh, but, uh, you know, there's a lot of job satisfaction. You get to work with me. I mean, what, what more could you want? Uh, now, I did promise to tell you about my adventures with ADOX. ADOX Color Mission arrived this week. Very, very excited. So I bought a whole batch of rolls. I had 11 orders from my friends in Sydney, Theo Panagopoulos, who of course is one of the hosts of the Camerosity podcast. Bill Two, who I'm sure many of you will know. I think he did an episode for Sunny 16. He needs to do some more podcasts, Bill. 
and Alan at the film sweats on Instagram. So they're, they're sharing 11 roles between them. Uh, I'm keeping a couple of roles to, uh, to sell to my friend, Lucy Lumen, and I'm shooting the rest. So I got out there on Wednesday and Thursday evening and also during my lunch break and I loaded up my contacts G1. I actually have two G1s at the moment and I loaded them both up with Adox Color Mission and I was sort of swapping the three lenses back and forth between the cameras. I have the 28mm Biogon lens, which is a beautiful lens, the 45mm Planar and I have the 90mm, is it 90mm? Yeah, it's 90mm, the Sonar. So I loaded those uh, two cameras up, each with a roll of color mission, swapped the lenses back and forth, and I went around my neighborhood taking loads of different photos of things I probably wouldn't usually take photos of, but I really wanted to test out the color palette of this film. So I just went around taking loads of colorful things like cars and flowers and houses and all crazy stuff. So uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to getting the scans back from the lab early next week just to see what the color palette of Adox Color Mission is. And if you follow me on Instagram or TikTok, at Matt Loves Cameras, you will see the moment the Adox Color Mission arrived. I don't want to spoil it for you, but perhaps I motorboated the Adox. I'm not going to explain any more than that. Just uh, get along to Instagram or to TikTok and you can see my ridiculous antics with the beautiful German color film that's arrived this week. You're probably sick of hearing about it, but Fantastic will end on Sunday the 17th of April. That's only 16 days away. There still is, in theory, time for you to take part. Load up your plastic, cheap, focus-free panorama camera and get out there and shoot a roll. All the details are on mattlovescameras.com of the, the entry rules and how to submit. So I've had a few more trickle through. I think maybe another seven or eight for Matthew Joseph and I to discuss. And we'll be doing that in uh, in late April, I would suggest. Um, yeah, I think Matthew's going to be sick of me. I know I'm sick of him. Only joking. He's a, he's a, he's a good bloke, Matthew Joseph. Right, well, I better finish this off. I've got dogs to walk, dinners to make, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Take care. Cheerio. Bye-bye. Matt loves cameras. <laughs> I was going to say you ruined that, but it actually sounded pretty good. Well, thank you. You're listening to... Matt loves cameras. And then you count one in. (laughs) Okay, one, two, three. Oh, wait, no, no. Is it me? (laughs) 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 You ruined it. Don't pay out his kids. What's wrong with you?